Yo, yo, yo! What is up, party peoples? Welcome to my very first episode of What the Fuck podcast with me, who else, Whitney, because it's a solo fucking show, as you all know. So welcome. I don't know, maybe you did or maybe you didn't listen to my intro, but hopefully this sounds a little bit better for you because I'm in an actual fucking real podcasting show, like not in my bedroom with my earphones from my iPhone trying to do this shit like I'm fronting like I'm some real bitch, but really I'm not. I'm in my fucking bedroom on my bed. But now I've got some legit equipment. So hopefully this sounds a little bit better for you and your ears aren't screeching. What are we going to talk about on my first episode? Let's, I really wanted to start off my very first episode with something that really was fucking traumatic in my life, but also quite funny. How the fuck I got into a two-year relationship with my fucking Uber driver. Yeah, you heard that right. Let's start way back at the beginning. Let's go way back to my first Uber ride. So this is going back about, how long ago did we meet? I reckon four years ago, because we've been separated, we'll be, we broke up about two years ago now. Um, and we, true, so four years ago, back then I was hitting the gym five days a week. I was feeling fit as fuck. You know, I've always been a bigger girl, but, but I was feeling myself at this time. I was strong. I was like feeling good. And I was going out that night with some of my girlfriends from the gym. You know, we used to work hard and play hard. And I was going to, if you're familiar with Melbourne, I was going to Fitzroy, which is in the city. And we're going to this Mexican restaurant. We're going to get some drinks, get some dinner and all that kind of shit. So anyways, I called the Uber ride. And you know, back then I was bougie as fuck. Well, I'll more so say a little bit ratchet. I was still, you know, sculling my drinks real quick before the Uber pulls up to the house. So I get you remember back in the day when Uber used to when the driver would text you that he was outside or he or she was outside, that it would actually be from their number and it wasn't that central Uber number that they give out now. So I had ordered this Uber, right? And I'm sculling back my wine in the kitchen. And I'm like, and he he texts me to be to say he's outside, and I'm like, eh, he can wait. And so then I'm sculling back the drinks, and so then, anyways, I leave the house, get into the Uber, and the first thing I smell when I get into that Uber is this insane smell of cologne. And anyone that knows me, and even if you don't, I am obsessed with perfume, colognes, fragrance, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I am fucking obsessed. So I just get in and there's this huge woof of cologne and I'm just like so fucking horny right now. Like, oh my God, this man's scent turns me on so bad. P.S. This is Blur de Chanel. So if any man's wearing this fucking run for the hills, bitches, because it's a trap. Get out now while you can. Anyway, so I'm in this and I'm thinking, oh my God, what are you wearing? That cologne is nuts. And he goes, oh, thank you so much, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, from my house, I used to live in Thornbury to Fitzroy is actually a really short Uber ride. It's uh, 10, 15 minutes max in traffic. 
So we actually don't have that long in the Uber together. And we're driving along and I start to think, is this guy fucking flirting with me? You know, he's going, oh, you look so beautiful tonight. And, you know, I was half fucking cut by this time. I was like, oh, thanks so much. You know, I was feeling myself. So I was like, you know, taking all the fucking compliments I could get. And he's like, so by the time we get there, I'm thinking, is this guy fucking flirting with me? And he's not my usual type. And by usual type, I'm talking about he ain't chocolate. So this would be a very first for me. He ain't that 99% cacao chocolate, which I usually love. He's a little bit of caramel. He was Pakistani, but anyways. So this was a first for me. So I was just like, you know, feeling myself. I was a little bit drunk, a little bit feeling those drinks. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to try. I'm going to get this guy to take me out on a motherfucking date. Anyways, fast forward to I'm getting out of the Uber and I'm dying for him to ask for my number because I know he's flirting with me by the stage. You're so beautiful. Oh my God, you look so gorgeous, blah, blah, blah. All that kind of bullshit. And then I go, I thought he said something to me when I was about to get out of the car. And I said, oh, sorry, what was that? And he goes, oh, I didn't say anything. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I get into the restaurant. I'm throwing back margaritas with my friends. And then, you know, as you start to drink a little bit more, your courage comes up. That confidence starts coming up. And I'm like, then I clicked. Holy shit, I've got his number because he texts me to say he was outside my house. And this is when I got ballsy. So I text him. And like, what the fuck do you say to your Uber driver that you spent 15 minutes within the car? Like, what pickup line can you say to your fucking Uber driver? So this was my fucking pickup line. Hey, I didn't even know his fucking name at this point, but my text went a little bit like this. Hey, thanks for the ride. Have a great night. Fucking boring. Um, but you know, what else have I fucking got to say? So then I get a text straight back. He's like, oh, thank you so much. You're so lovely. You know, if you need a ride home later on, um, please let me know. And so then I just, so I just kind of left it and I was like, yeah, I'll text him later. So what happened was I decided to, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to take a chance and then I'm going to go get crunk with my girls. We're going to, and then I'm going to call them later to take me home. And then, you know, three hours, four hours go past. I'm fucking hammered by this time it's probably like midnight 12 30 and I text him say hey you're around Fitzroy area I didn't hear response so I just got in the uber forgot about it went home I woke up the next day to like six or seven messages from him saying hey how are you where are you did you get home okay oh my god I'm so sorry I missed your text blah 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 and I was just kind of thinking eh you know when you've like sobered up a little bit and you're like, oh, I really can't be bothered pursuing that that guy or that shit, that flirty shit that I was doing last night that felt so good at the time. But now I was like, eh, I can't really be fucked. But you know what? As the day went on, I didn't reply to him. I didn't. As the day went on, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna take a fucking chance. I'm gonna get this man to buy me some cake, some coffee, and I'm gonna get me. I'm gonna go out on a fucking date and do some shit that I've never done before aka caramel and then not chocolate so I text him back I had to decide to take a chance <laughs> and boy did I not know how much this was gonna fucking backfire
let's jump to now the first date. Looking back, you know when you've got the benefit of fucking hindsight and you realize that this was a train wreck from the fucking beginning? Yeah, that's me now. Thinking back, I'm like, what the fuck were you thinking, Whitney, you dumbass bitch? But this had probably the worst fucking first date of my life and I still got into a fucking relationship with him. But anyways, I'm going to start from the beginning. So... First warning was, you know, actually, let's backpedal a little bit. My, back when I was dating, you know, four years ago, I was, you know, when you get to the point where you're on those dating apps and you're so fucking lazy that anytime your, like, dates suggest, oh, do you know somewhere to go? You, like, want to find somewhere that's as close to fucking home as possible. I used to live in Thornbury and there was, like, a little cake and coffee shop and it was my go-to fucking Tinder date place because, one, I could literally walk there in two minutes. Two, it was coffee and cake, so you weren't, like, roped into a dinner that was going to take forever and if you wanted to fucking bounce, you could bounce in, like, 20 minutes and be like, oh, sorry, I've got somewhere to go. So that was, like, my go-to first fucking mistake he goes hey do you want to go out for coffee and I said yeah sure he goes do you know any places and I said yeah actually there's this great cake shop called Melissa's it's um it's really good little he, he didn't know it was fucking around the corner dumbass move Whitney because he did he insists on picking me up I was like are you fucking kidding me now he's gonna realize that the place I've suggested is fucking 200 meters away Anyways, so he picks me up. This motherfucker picks me up. His name was Aslan. And I have to take him on a maze. Like, oh, you turn left here, turn right. And I took him like four kilometers away. So he actually wouldn't realize that it was at the end of my street. So anyways, we get into the cafe. We start on the first date. Warning sign number fucking one, Whitney. He talked about his ex the whole fucking date. The whole fucking date. I'm not kidding you. I was sitting there going, what the fuck? I put makeup on. I fucking waxed my pussy. Not that I was going to give shit up to him, but you know, you like to feel fresh and clean. Wax my fucking pussy, feeling good, got my tits out and everything, and this motherfucker's sitting here in some fucking track pants, some sandals, and talking about his fucking ex. I was like, oh my god, this is the worst fucking date ever. Number two, he didn't drink alcohol. And if you know me, I love to get turned. So that should have been my warning sign number three. So, okay. Let me fast forward. So I'm sitting there for an hour going, what the actual fuck? He's going on and on about his ex. And then I'm just like, I need to get the fuck out of this place. Get out of the state. So anyways, he takes me home. I take him back around the long way. We get home outside my house. And then I'm like, literally like, thank God I'm about to get out and bounce. And then I go to get out of the car and he's like, aren't I going to get a kiss? Let's just say it takes a lot for me to fucking get confused. But I had the biggest look of fucking confusion on my face at this point. Because I'm like, this motherfucker ain't interested. He's talking about his ex. Like, and then he's sitting here asking me for a kiss. I was just like, is this for fucking real? I don't know what was going through my dumb ass fucking head 
at this point? Why did I not get out of the car and run for the hills? Why did I not see all the fucking warning signs that were there 20 minutes earlier to say, run from this motherfucker now or forever hold your peace? But no, what did I do? I was like, eh, who cares? I'm single. I'm fucking sexy as shit. I'm, you know, haven't had a little kiss in a while. So we ended up making out and then we ended up staying in the car talking for four hours. And I was thinking, oh, wow, maybe. So I literally said to him, I did not think you were interested. He was like, really? What made you think that? And I said, this is the second mistake I made. Because I actually, I pulled him up talking about his ex I said you just spent the whole of our date talking about your ex excuse number one that he gave me oh I was just letting you know what the deal was from the start and I fucking biggest mistake I made I fucking bought that bullshit I'm that dumb bitch that bought that fucking bullshit and so then we ended up making out he was getting horny as fuck and I did not give in anyways he said oh he did he dropped that line can I just come inside and use the bathroom I was like does this I was like I was like do you think I'm fucking stupid like literally do you think I'm fucking stupid I know how this shit goes you don't come in then you know next minute like it's fucking, I'm just in the toilet, next minute, just the tip, hashtag just the fucking tip, next minute, I'm fucking pregnant, so no fuck you, motherfucker, you ain't coming in to use my bathroom, then he goes, okay, if you're not gonna let me in, can we at least go drive to McDonald's, so I can use the toilet, and I was like, oh, okay, so he actually does really need to use the bathroom, so I let him in, he's like fully trying to like have sex and I'm just like not having it because you know I'm in that mindset of like I'm not gonna be a hoe I'm not gonna have sex on the first date where I'm now I'm just like grow the fuck what Whitney if you're fucking horny fucking go for it like who the fucking cares but you know I was like you know had really bad tinder experiences by that time so I was like I don't want to be a hoe my body count (laughs) so he let him I let him in and then because I had had such bad experiences of guys guys um saying that they were looking for something a little bit more serious but really just wanting that pussy and then after I don't give it up I never heard from them I got all insecure when I didn't give it up to him and he goes okay I'll text you tomorrow and then I'm saying are you really gonna text me are you really gonna text me and then he went off this is all on the first date remember guys I'm just like what part of this, Whitney Steele, did you think was okay to proceed into a fucking relationship? What part of you thought that this was fucking normal, you dumbass bitch? But for some reason I did, he went off. He was just saying, you know, all women think that they can, you know, just got men around their fingers and that, they, you know, they walk around like they're the shit. And I was thinking, what fucking planet is this dude on? So anyways, he goes, I'm just sitting there like, what the fuck, he's crazy. But then the next day, you know, he weasels his way back in and, you know, so I'm sorry, you know, you know, you're such a beautiful woman, but if you don't want to hear from me anymore, then that's fine. I completely understand. And I fucking fell for it. And then I end up getting into a two-year relationship with this guy he was narcissistic he was uh 
completely selfish. Let me, all right, let me break it down for you. This is the bullshit I allowed myself to fucking put up with. This, you know how I remember going back to my first date where he was talking about his ex a lot. This ex of his was his ex-wife that he was still living with and he broke up from two weeks before we got together ding 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 Whitney hello run for the hills bitch but you still didn't so guess what God put you in this place to teach you some fucking lessons and this is what you did yes he was living with his fucking ex-wife which who knows let a Let's be honest, he was probably still with his fucking wife. And who knows what the fuck else happened. But we were together for two years. He'd be at my house every weekend. They then got a divorce. They got divorced because, you know, in Australia, I think it's 12 months. You have to wait being separated. But, like, I even remember four weeks. I'm the dumbass. I could see in his defense I could see he wasn't ready for a relationship. But from my ex, which you will hear about in the next episode, which is, uh, there's one thing to be a narcissist, but he's a fucking sociopath. So anything from my ex, I had taken the time. I had done my fucking healing. I was, you know, reading my motivation books. I was doing my Bali trips with my bitches. You know, I was doing all that eat, pray, love shit that you do after a heartbreak. I had done my healing. I could clearly see that this man was in no position to be going into a relationship yet because I was ready for one. I fucking forced it. So we did this really nice trip. Um, we went to the Grampians, I think two weeks after we had met. And I had said to him four weeks later, so am I a fucking bitch or what? Am I a fucking girlfriend or not? And then... That's kind of how it started. That's how I started, got into a relationship with my Uber driver. Wait till you hear how it goes down. Just wait. Let's get into the best part of my relationship with my ex. The breakup. This, after almost two fucking years with this guy, I was fucking miserable I was unsatisfied he wouldn't fuck me so I was completely unfuckable and he had a fucking noodle ass dick let's just put that out there for the record yes I may slightly be a little bit better still but let's just say I was so unhappy I was unsatisfied I felt like I was the one putting in all the effort he didn't give a fuck about me by the end of the relationship it got to the point where we only used to see each other on Mondays and then in the weekends because he used to work nights and I'd work day obviously but he just didn't give a fuck he didn't care he never really made an effort towards the end of our relationship to spend more time with me so anyways yeah after almost two years in I was probably at my lowest in the relationship and so I'd kind of been having you know you know the gut feeling that we all ignore so fervently that, you know, this is not the relationship for me, but I was so in love with him, even though I despised him, that I was still fucking hanging in there, waiting for a fucking miracle that God was not about to send to me because I was not in alignment with myself. So anyways, let's cut to this breakup and let's get this fucking party started. So this is 
January 2017. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yes, it is. And we had just spent, my family, my auntie and my nana had come over from New Zealand to spend Christmas with us in Melbourne. So they went back. It was the first time meeting him and everything went kind of well. So this is the second week back at work in January and I get a request, I get an email from my colleague at work asking to have lunch and I thought, hmm, that's really odd because like we're friendly and stuff but it's she's not like that type of friend that you know you would have lunch with and shit. So anyway, as we go to lunch, she goes, I need to talk to you and I said, oh, okay, no worries. So then we go to lunch and it's like 40 minutes in. I'm like, shit, we've got to head back soon. So I kind of cut to the chase and be like, yo, so what did you want to talk to me about? And she, you know, then she took out her phone and she showed me a pic. She goes, hey, are you with your boyfriend still? And I was like, yeah, of course I am. Why do you ask? And she showed me her phone and it's a picture of his dumb ass on plenty of fish and I don't know if plenty of fish is worldwide but if you don't know it's a fucking dating app like tinder like bumble all that shit this is pre-bumble days and I was like what she goes yeah I kind of recognized him from your Facebook and then she goes so then I went searching back on your Facebook profile and I saw these pictures these very pictures of him and so then I started talking to him and I said she goes I don't know I was a bit scared to ask you today because maybe you guys weren't together and I flipped and at this point I wasn't just flipping because my boyfriend was on a fucking dating app I flipped because this motherfucker had the audacity to be putting up fucking pictures I took of his ass I was like one you piece of shit you can't take a fucking photo to save your fucking self and so you your dumb ass goes and uploads pictures I took of you like could there not be a bigger slap in the face so anyways she's telling me as kind of proof for me she started chatting to him and that the day before now going back the day before this happened this motherfucker had been at my house with this is the last time we had had sex was the night before and now looking back I fucking knew something was up I knew something was up it was fucking sorry sex because he was feeling shit about himself but anyways let me leave that to a little bit later so the day before he had barely spoken to me which is not you know he usually texts me good morning babe how are you miss you blah 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 all that bullshit and I hadn't really heard from him and then he usually comes over to my house on Monday nights after he finishes late at work and we spend the night together and then I go to work the next day and then he goes back to work at like in the afternoon and he said to me oh I don't know like if I'm going to come over tonight and so then but then late at night he goes okay I'm coming over can you pick me up so I said yeah sure and so he had been a bit distant you know and so then obviously he'd been talking to my fucking colleague 
and, you know, didn't give a fuck about me because he already had some other bitch that he was investing his time in. So then when he finishes work and she decides to go to sleep, then he decides to invest in his fucking girlfriend again. So then he comes home and remember going back, I said that he... I don't even know. He may be closet gay or he just wasn't fucking attracted to me, which used to say I fuck a lot. But we did not have sex that often. Like, by the end of our relationship, we are fucking, like, I don't know, once every 10 days, which is not enough for me. So I was found it really strange that all of a sudden he was all over me that night. Now looking back, I know this man too fucking well. He was feeling fucking guilty and to then use sex as a way to apologize. He he was that type of man that used to use sex as a way to control. So anyway, so now it all makes fucking sense why he was all over me like a rash. Then what I found even more fucking disturbing is the next day, he I go off to work at nine. He's still in my house sleeping and he didn't used to go to work till about two in the afternoon. This motherfucker felt guilty the night before, slept with me, wakes up, and then goes back to chatting with my colleague from my fucking bed. Because she even showed me the screenshots. He was listed. You know, the location comes up. He was showing and speaking to her from Thornbury. I was like, could this fucking dirty ass prick be any more fucking disrespectful to me? And so then she's telling me all this and that whole, cause this is lunchtime on Tuesday, right? And by then I hadn't heard from him the whole day, the whole day, even till 5 PM, I still hadn't heard from him. This is really unusual. And so then I started texting him and he's just like, Hey, you know, those one words. And she, because after lunch, I said to her, I was fucking flipping. I was I was fuming. So I said to her, you need to keep texting him because I knew myself at that point that even he was so manipulative that even if I had called him out on this at that time, he would have found some fucking excuse or he would have talked his way out of it. So I said to her, I need you to keep chatting to him and get more proof so that even inside me, I feel like I have more shit to pull him up on. So I said, ask him if he's single, like make sure he spells it out in text. And he said, to, she goes, are you sure he's, you're not, you know, why would a handsome guy like you still be single? And my poor friend, and all honestly, I put her like, now we're totally fine about it. And we're like become friends. But at the time, like this poor bitch, she's like put in the middle. I'm forcing her to talk to my boyfriend and flirt. Yet I'm sitting right next to her. Like this poor bitch. Sorry, Geneve. FYI, Geneve you the real MVP girl. I really do owe you for this one. And then she's like, awkward, trying to flirt with your my boyfriend who hasn't fucking said a word to me all fucking day. And then he, you know, confirms that he's single. He's like, why would I be on here if I was single? Yeah. So just FYI, bitches, don't fall for that line. Don't fall for that. Oh, why would I be on this dating app if I was single? Because they lying. They lying. Anyways, back to me. And so then... It's 5 p.m. I still haven't heard from this fucking asshole boyfriend of mine. So I've had enough. I've so had enough by this time. So I go to, and she's, and then I'm standing at her phone. It goes off again. It's him. He's saying, hey, darling, how's your day going? And I 
fucking lost it because I'm like this motherfucker I've bent over backwards for him I've done everything for this man and I haven't heard from him all fucking day and then he can hit my fucking colleague up back to back like it ain't no fucking thing and so I grabbed her phone she goes don't do this don't do this because I had had this grand old plan that I'm gonna take my get his shit from my house take it to his work dump it make like a big fucking drama queen scene out of it and and I was gonna like spring it on him that all went to fucking hell when I was just lost my shit and so what I did was I grabbed her phone this was all via whatsapp by this stage and I took a selfie of myself and I said hey babe just so you know it we're fucking done and you know how on whatsapp it comes up with typing he was typing at the time and it just went silent it just went to online and I was like this motherfucker has got the biggest shock of his life and do you know what you know this is where I really started to know who the fuck I was dealing with who I was in bed with this is when he his first concern is about his damn self. He said to me, his first type back, his first response back was, was this you the whole time? I was like, no, motherfucker. I never even used to check your phone. Your ass just got fucking caught being shady as fuck. You probably done this the whole damn time and you just got caught the fuck out so anyways I run off to the bathroom I'm crying I love this man so much even though I didn't even really like him I didn't even really like the fucking person he was he was miserable cold all the angry man like fucking got some serious issues but I still love the shit out of this man so I run off to the bathroom you know in tears and he I don't get a text from him. I don't get a call from him. I would think, you know, wouldn't your natural inclination when you got fucking caught is to like try and rectify the situation straight away. Like, oh shit, I fucked up. Like, I need to go get it back. I need to like, nah, none of that. He starts going back and forth with my colleague, arguing of like, if she had known that he was my boyfriend, why the fuck was she talking to him? I was like, is this motherfucker on another planet? That's when I realized, oh my God, this guy, I didn't even know what it meant at the time, but looking back, my ex was quintessential narcissist of the worst kind. And it just got fucking worse from there. So he starts after that, because, you know, he'd had the power most of our relationship. And I thought I wasn't, I just, I got gathered all his shit, took him, took it to work. My friend came with me because she knew what I was like. And I even, I knew, I was like, I could, you know, be talked my way out of this shit. And so I get there I dump his shit he doesn't apologize he's saying his concern at this time is oh my why are you doing this in front of everyone my this is my work this is my place of work like it was all about fucking him and his reputation or his fucking 
facade of it like it was all about him and I just could it was like blow after blow for me I was just like this fucking asshole does not give a flying fuck about me he doesn't love he clearly doesn't fucking love me he doesn't give a shit all he cares about is his own reputation and how he looks to other people and I after that you know I withdrew I wasn't texting him, you know, and then he pulled out all those textbook narcissistic behaviors, you know, you know, gaslighting me saying, I see the real you now, you know, now that the way you're fucking acting and he's losing his shit because he's lost control of the relationship for the first fucking time. He has no control over me at this point because I want to fucking slap his ass. And, but can you believe that that's how it ends. I get in a relationship for my Uber driver and then two years down the track, I fucking, our breakup happens because this motherfucker is on a dating app and just happened to be trying to chat up and hook up with a colleague that works in the same fucking pod as me. And I'm like, did this dumbass even look? At the university I was working at at the time, she was standing, her plenty of fish fucking profile pic was her standing in front of that university sign. I was like, deuces, motherfucker. You are the dumbest piece of shit on earth. Your ass just got caught. Your ass just got fucking dumped. And I'm fucking out. But seriously is that not the worst fucking breakup story ever and you know what I'm still fucking pissed I'm still fucking pissed he used my fucking photos of him in his fucking profile pic but you know to round that off it was the best decision the best thing that ever fucking happened to me because even though I knew at the time that I needed to get the fuck out of that relationship I did not so God was like or whatever the fuck you believe in God Allah whatever the universe God was like, I'm going to push you out, bitch, because you ain't fucking moving on your own. And that's exactly what happened. That's the end to my saga of my failed romance of dating my Uber driver. So let me recap some truth bombs for you. What I, I learned so much about myself, where I need to improve on, that so let me break down my truth bombs for you from that experience first of all never and I repeat never ladies trust a fucking man wearing blurred their fucking Chanel hell to the no in a hashtag no 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 no. that man knows he got power do not I, I as funny as that sounds I ain't never going near a man that wears blurred their Chanel mm-mm I am traumatized, straight traumatized from that experience. And, you know, looking back, and I know, like, I know I'm only speaking for myself, right? Inverted commas. I know no one's ever gone through this, right? But I should have known, you know, it was such a lesson of I should have fucking followed my gut instinct from the beginning. I knew, I knew from the first date that this man was fucked that this man was not right for me. I knew that this man, there was something real off about him on the first fucking date. That's when I should have walked, but I didn't fucking listen to my gut instinct. I kept ignoring it. And then two years later, I'm a former shell of myself. 
I am not that confident, sassy, like all up in your face bitch that I was when he met me, which is the real me. I was this quiet, passive, submissive, just shell of myself. And because this is who he accepted, this is who he wanted. And I allowed myself, so I'm fucking pissed. Like never again, ever, 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 ever. So bitches, we do it all the fucking time. We don't follow our gut instinct. But, you know, I heard something on a podcast the other day, actually, is that married couples, she said something really poignant to me, and she said married couples know what they're going to divorce over as they're walking down the aisle. And I was like, oh, bitch, you're speaking to my soul. Because on the first day, I knew this myth, something was off about him. I knew he had fucking issues. He was talking about his ex. You know, he was fiery. He was gaslighting me on the first day. And I still didn't listen to my intuition. And I stayed around. And, you know, that's how I had to get forced to leave that fucking relationship. And I think just... <laughs> looking back on that fucking experience as funny as it is like it was fucking traumatizing at the fucking time you know I just ignored so many fucking red flags it's unfathomable how much shit I ignored and how much shit I settled for like and you know you're in that relationship you you won't have it when your friends are like you know trying to drop that you know little truth bomb on you that you know maybe you know he ain't the right one like you're not having it but you know it was just so alarming I was just so fucking alarming how many red flags I ignored and from that point on never ever 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 again am I putting up with some bullshit like that so to round off ladies don't fucking go on a date with your uber driver and secondly definitely don't fucking start a relationship with a man wearing blurred air fucking chanel and talking about his ex on the first date and on that note peace out homies next episode i'm going to be talking about my experiences of becoming a side bitch Yes, you heard that right. My relationship stories do actually get worse. So stay tuned for that. That one's going to be an absolute ripper. And I hope that motherfucker hears it because he deserves to be ousted. All right. Bye, homies. Until the next episode. Peace out.